0: Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGecky, the
1: vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this
0: episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. A great philosopher once wrote... Naughty, naughty, very naughty,
1: Face, and he goes by the name of Ebenezer Good His friends call him Ezra and he is the main geezer And he vibes by the place like no other man But he He's refined, he's sublime, he makes you feel fine they very much maligned and misunderstood But if you know Ezra, he's a real crowd pleaser He's ever so good, he's Ebenezer Good You see that he's mischievous, mysterious and devious When he circulates so much to people in the place Once you know he's fun and something of a genius He gives a grin that goes around face to face to face Backwards and then forwards, forwards and then backwards Ezra is a geezer, he loves to muscle in That's about the time the crowd to shout the name of Ezra he's clutched in the corner laughing by the base bin
2: Oh. good. good. Did you know that that was the guy from the Prodigy?
1: I didn't, but I. when you watch the video, he looks like uh, Rick Mile from The Young Ones, which is really weird. <laughs> <He> really <laughs> like if does. he was going to, like, QE2 goth
2: night. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Speaking of goth night, man, I've started 80... Everybody in Albany... Be, feel better about your lives because I restarted 80s night for the seventh yeah, you, time.
1: You keep inviting me to something that I live 150 miles away from. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's a lot of faith on your part.
2: I invite people from Australia to my event. I'm a, I'm an equal opportunity uh, in the rave world. I have equal flow. Okay. Uh, if, a, if I was in a, a rave uh, raver, I would say peace, love, unity, respect, plur and also, um, I'm learning so much from the, uh, from the ravers in town. Peace, love, unity, respect, and uh, I have equal flow, which means all are welcome.
1: Man, Rave is really back, huh?
2: Rave is back in a big way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to capitalize on that make a make a million dollars like Tina Turner.
1: I'm actually going to become Dr. Doom and uh, go forward with my plan to blow up Earth because the fact that Rave is back is <laughs> the saddest shit.
2: Oh, as you know everything that's old is new again. Fucking Husker Do is going to get back together soon, man. Uh, it's going to be really good. Reunion fever. Catch it. Uh-huh. Uh, unfortunately for ev- the over 1,000 people that listen to our podcast in the last yeah, five days... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we do not have a similarly... Uh, well, a guest at all, really. Uh, so sorry. I, uh, I don't know if you thought that this may have set a precedent where we'd have to scramble to get celebrity guests, but I think once every, mm, 30 podcasts, we should probably try and snag a celebrity. Uh, we'll cel- throw together cel- something good.
1: I actually had a really good time, and I started to make a short list of people I'd like to get on here, and some of them are extremely aspirational, so this should be a lot of fun.
2: Well, let's hear it.
1: No, no, this—I'm not going to spill the beans right now. Come on, we got to <laughs> let people tune in and be like, "Fine,
2: fine," and, and, yeah. and make suggestions. So, a few people suggest because oh, yeah. just because Dan Higgs lives 25 miles from me now, it seems almost uh, inevitable that he would be—I would book him in Albany, or he would be in Albany, and we could uh, interview him right quick.
1: You want to do that next?
2: Sure, let's do Dan Higgs next. I wonder what he—I bet he's super fucking boring.
1: <laughs> it's probably correct
2: He's like, hey, aren't you the guy who, who spiked a football in my face that time? And I'm like, <laughs> like fucking no <laughs> Speaking of spiking a football The Seahawks, the blue wave is on a roll, everybody Looking good Holy fuck All you fucking fans of other teams you fucking, you're failing at life You need to go straight Seahawks, 24-7 The NFL, NFL.com today, right? predicted that Russell Wilson and the Seahawks will win the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> I saw that as well. <laughs> uh, everyone's being very mum about the Giants' chances of going to the Super Bowl this year. It's you not know, looking very good. But
2: the Giants always have like that sleeper season. They have like that 8-8 eight and eight season where they just make it to the playoffs. They tough their way to the playoffs on the back of Brandon Jacobs or Ahmad Braddock. Oh, wait, you don't have a running back this year. Hmm. Yeah. Aww. You know what though?
1: I'm. I have already done all of my voodoo ritual, goat killing, fucking uh, sacrifice shit to get the Yankees to the playoff this year, and apparently it's paying. It's off working,
2: right now. man. You got somehow. You got fucking. You got guys who took a taxi to the stadium, hitting home oh, runs You know what? And shit. First
1: pitch just went out two minutes ago, so I'm gonna keep. Uh, I'm gonna keep checking <laughs> the score throughout this, and uh, you might hear me knock over the microphone a few times. Good. A real scream.
2: Please play by play that. I don't like. I. I think Erod's okay or whatever, but. Um, God damn that that uh, that home run off dude who hit him was amazing. That was nice. <laughs> that was like a, a, I've always said that watching the Yankees is watching is like watching a, a movie about baseball because everything happens in such a movie like way.
1: I uh, I actually went to the game where uh, Soriano hit the grand slam. Oh nice! And then, uh, I'm fairly certain when he hits the home run later, you can hear me over the telefeed screaming, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> 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 it fucking sails off in the right field. Or, I'm jealous. sorry, left field.
2: Here's John Sterling and my copanera, Susan Waldman. Are you fucking gay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> That's awesome. Great. Good for you, man. It's been we took a week off because we were riding so high uh, after that weird the weird triumph of um interviewing our now... I guess you could call him a friend. Brett? Bud. Or, uh, Blake? Yeah, I think that's his name, right? Blake? Uh, he's
1: yeah. being killed by insurgents in Europe right now, so uh, it, <laughs> yeah. was, it was nice to have him while he was here, yeah. but he is actually being dragged through the street like Mussolini.
2: He, yeah, it is <laughs> with, with less uh, with less uh, uh, fanfare. Just, yeah, and, it's weird. No one really cares. People are it's like, bizarre. Well, don't you know who this is? The important American musician? the people are like, I don't know. It's my impression of uh Swiss people. Yeah, where
1: were they? They're right there.
2: <laughs> Switzerland. I don't it's, know. Oh, it's
1: uh Blake Schwarzenbach and Carly Rae Jepsen are being dragged through the streets of Switzerland right now. <laughs> oh my god. No. It's weird. It's been a really
2: weird week. He's like, "No, it's mystical identity." Uh, uh ah, no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really well, we'll try
1: and get him back, though, when he's uh, back from Europe. He seemed like he we'll a good time. We'll
2: try to get him back to base. I, I talked to him a couple times. He had, he had a, a, a fine time. Even though uh, a few people thought that he was making fun of me for the entire podcast. And I have to say, <laughs> I agree with you.
1: Because <laughs> question in that. Oh,
2: absolutely. Now, he, but the th- you can't big time a big timer. And uh, I knew that from the get-go. Uh, we were in uh, rare air uh, spending some time with our men and i knew that whatever he dished out we had a whatever i whatever ice cream flavor he laid down on the table we'd have to fucking eat and you know I,
1: what's uh, what's sad is we uh, we'd intended to do also, while you were here, the musical embarrassment episode. <laughs> yeah. um, but instead, we got wound up in talking shit before and after the podcast and didn't yeah. end up doing it. So next time we're in the same room, we're going to have to do that. So well, sorry like, in advance. This is yeah. not the musical embarrassment episode. We'll get to it next time we're both in the same space.
2: Sorry, guys. It's It was either do another boring podcast or... Uh, uh, listen to Blake Schwarzenbach tell Nirvana stories for an hour hmm <laughs> I wonder which one we would choose <laughs> uh, boy expect, fun. let's not
1: even lie we ended up watching football for a good portion of that
2: Oh, we did yeah and I got really because you know that I'm like I have the tolerance of like a 13 year old girl um, I got pretty bearded up.
1: <laughs> I didn't see you the next morning. I had to go to work. I uh, I came uh, home and you know the room was in one piece. So, uh, I, ro- I rolled.
2: Right? I rolled out of bed and then I rolled and I took Route nine nine W home because wow. uh, the north the throughway was backed up all the way over the Zee Bridge. So. Oh,
1: i so said you just really like red lights, but no. so, all right. <laughs> no.
2: I really like um, I really like when I, mean, I just drove through Newburgh and it was fucking great. All right. I stopped at every Starbucks I saw. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, one Starbucks I got uh, the poppy lemon uh, cake, which was fucking tasty. And then the other one I got a large coffee. And then I was like, damn, that cake is good. And then I stopped at a third one inside of Target to get more cake. Holy (laughs) hell.
1: Jesus Christ, man.
2: I was on vacation, bro. Apparently.
1: I had a uh, few weeks ago. I... I'm very into uh, green tea matcha right now, like the rest of the world. Everyone's, like, super into this shit right now. Okay. Um, and I wanted uh, I wanted that Starbucks green tea latte with that hint of green tea matcha flavor. Uh, and I went to the Starbucks at, uh, what is it, 78th and Lexington, I want to mm-hmm. say. And I got not only the world's worst... Green tea latte, but one so bad that I'm actually off of them forever now. Like, I can't go back.
2: Oh, my God. It was
1: like I just drank it. And it was just like a, he somebody gave me a glass of milk with chunks of mint and sugar that would just shoot up the... Oh, uh, they didn't
2: blend it. Dude, we... it
1: was a fucking scene, man. It I'm was like, bad.
2: I'm like that with protein powder. Because I, oh. like, I never bought a blender bottle and I never bought a blender. So I would just mix it up with a spoon. That shit's really gross.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's that's a fucking no sale for me. No so sale. now, just thinking about uh, green tea lattes, I'm making myself a little sick.
2: You, are you, I just had two empanadas from the little empanada spot near my house, and I feel very sick. That's exciting. Yes, there were lukewarm. So we'll
1: pause this halfway through, and we'll uh, we'll hit the bathroom.
2: No, hey, uh no, I, I'll bring the fucking microphone in, and you can listen to me bark. <laughs> Because it's punk rock, man. You know, I'm trying to think of who I... You know what? I'm friends with... On Facebook, I'm friends with Gigi Allen's last girlfriend, Liz Mankowski. It's pretty dope. Yeah, and I just added her because I watched the old Donahue show, and they showed her name, and I looked her up on Facebook, and there she was. (laughs) And I said, add, and she added me back. And I haven't talked to her, even though we've been Facebook friends for about two years.
1: I should definitely do that.
2: But I should be like, yo, let's talk about what it was like to bang Gigi Allen. I'm sure it was really awesome and smelled good, but you can go as deep as you'd like into that story. Let's talk
1: about this on the podcast. Let's just bring her on. We'll get her going.
2: Yeah. We'll yeah. rev her up. We'll rev her up, and then we'll maybe I'll rev her up so much that she'd like to spend seven minutes in heaven with me.
1: Yeah, that seems safe. Did
2: you ever play Seven Minutes in Heaven, Andrew?
1: Uh, I actually never did. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have friends throughout school. I, uh, I was a lone wolf.
2: Wow. Well, uh, I I uh, I played it uh, one time. I went to like a kind of a jock party because, like I said before, I had like a I served dual roles in high school, and uh, it was a jock party. And I spin the bottle, but we had like because this is like the north country of New York, and we're not terribly smart, we played Spin the Bottle, but whenever you would win or lose depending on Spin the Bottle, you'd have to not just reach across the circle and kiss. Traditionally, you'd have to go into the broom closet and do Seven Minutes in Heaven. And I remember I got Seven Minutes in Heaven with this girl who was absolutely repulsed. I remember her name, but I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Because she's currently in a political position in my hometown. Oh, that's fucking dope. (laughs) And could make my life really bad. (laughs) Like, legally, really bad. Um, Or you
1: could make her life really bad, socially.
2: Hey, you made out with this really uh, hot, really toned, hot dude who's on a podcast. (laughs)
1: He was hot in that it was over 75 degrees and it was just like, just sweaty.
2: He was toned in that he was, uh, he he had just urinated and lost half of a pound.
1: Uh, I remember when we worked at the t-shirt printing place you used to in <laughs> November you would have both windows open and a fan on you going at all times I know,
2: I'm know. I'm a hot dude me and, you? Yeah,
1: me and Maddo would just stand there and Meadow was just like oh yeah well Hans lives in a meat locker at home so this is just uh. so,
2: oh <laughs> and I had that apartment with with Eric Busta man I had that shit open I brought a girl over once and she was like it was like fucking it was like the, uh, the perfect storm when they all get cold and can't get warm again I was like I brought her in my room, and we're, like, trying to kick it. I'm trying to kick it with her. And she's like, it's really cold. It's too cold. And I covered her with all my blankets, because I would sleep, like, like igloo style, with, like, mm-hmm. window open, eight blankets. And she couldn't get warm, and she bummed out <laughs> so hard, she just got in her car and left. Got in her car and left. Ah. Uh. I got sweet revenge on her. and oh, no, I didn't realize she dumped me, man. That was like a well, first... it was
1: too cold. I'd dump you, too. It's just too
2: cold. The fuck? You, <laughs> fucking you, man. You never used to complain about cold weather. What's happened to you, now? Oh, You're man. Dumb, so... I used
1: to love that cold weather.
2: Well, you lost You lost a considerable amount of weight. So you... There was, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> when, I, uh,
1: when I slimmed down, I remember there was a point during the summer where everyone's like, oh, my God, it's so hot. And I'm like, but I'm not hot. I'm actually comfortable. Uh, right now and I thought that was the greatest shit on earth I was so excited Everyone's complaining I'm like traipsing through the streets I'm skipping down 3rd Avenue I'm loving it oh my god <laughs> then it snowed
2: ah. and
1: the first day it snowed I remember it was the worst feeling I've ever had in my life I'm like oh I have to apologize to everyone I've ever talked shit about for hating the cult because this is the absolute worst Like I feel this in the center of my body. It's awful.
2: That yeah. Well, that's because when you complain about the cold, you grow a uh, you grow a complete set of female genitalia. You have
1: to see my winter jacket now. I look like I'm going to rob somebody. It's oh, that's the
2: best. I love I love to go to and get I love to get like a big parka. Yeah, I I
1: I look like I'm hunting the thing with Kurt Russell. It's fucking insane.
2: Oh yeah, I love looking like I'm in Mob Deep. It makes me really happy. No anyway, happened a puffy jackets um,
1: and hardcore. That was a real thing for a minute.
2: Oh, puffy jackets, puffy fucking vests. I was in a puffy vest hardcore puffy band. Puffy
1: vest, I, yeah. I remember puffy
2: vests. Yeah, vest. buddy. That shit was fucking That It was hot until it was not. <laughs> and uh but we, I was in a band because it was Albany though. I was in a band that lasted That fashion trend lasted a little bit longer in Albany than it did everywhere else.
1: Yeah, things have a way of sticking around there.
2: So we were like, puffy into like 2003 when everyone else was like, I gotta do a lot of coke and slim down because girls like My Chemical Romance now. We were like, fuck that man, fucking fucking puffy vest, fluffy camouflage vest, no shirt on underneath. That was the best one, I think.
1: I remember there was a puffy vest uh, promo shot of you guys. (laughs) It was like taking on somebody's like little like fucking $20 Best Buy digital camera when it oh, first yeah. came out, oh, where yeah. you look to be the most disinterested human. Oh, that, definitely. <laughs> no, unbelievable. That, former
2: Former Former uh, drummer of that band, Adam Cram, who is now a uh, bodybuilder and a construction worker and doing really well for himself, but back then he uh, he was the one who wore the fucking he was the puffy vest master. And he yep. he, he recently posted that photo, which I will uh, I'll probably Is that post right? No the, shit. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's so good. And he tagged everybody, you know, reliving those old dreams. But I think he's really still really down for the hard down for the core, down for hardcore. Uh Sure Terror played uh recently here. How'd and that go? I don't know. I didn't hear I didn't hear <laughs> one word about it. <laughs> it was at it was at the it was at the local metal club and um well i don't really know what else to say about it but i'm sure i heard it was uh, like a like a reconstituted Paul Bearer, like taken out of his Ted Williams fucking uh, cryogenic coma. With...
1: Wasn't he doing, like, slam poetry or something for a minute, or was that oh, some, some bullshit that is somebody that, told me? Is
2: that the only route, like, old corny hardcore dudes can do? It, like...
1: I could be making this shit up, or it could be somebody else no, entirely, some... but I had heard uh, something along those lines.
2: But, Andrew, it's entirely plausible that uh, <laughs> he started doing slam poetry because when, you, when you're, when you like... like when you spend the majority of your life assuming that people want to hear what you have to say, which is singer syndrome, <laughs> and uh, when you're a singer, that's 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 how you get. And and then you bridge uh, you bridge the gap <laughs> onto other things like slam poetry or like writing columns in newspapers and shit. And like the bottom line is that no one wants to know <laughs> what you, want, you have to say at all. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Cause everybody's way more comfortable with their own opinion. And so you have people who have finely defined opinions, and they keep them, and they're fine with them. And then you have people who have no opinions, and then those are the people you get. And yeah. then those are the people who are like, I need an opinion to- sp- sp- spit out for me. I need something spread out for me, like a fucking place setting. And then there you go. And then there you have the slam, the hardcore slam poets, and then you have the people on stage. Yeah be the voice of the voiceless and you're like oh my god like when I was really young I I got like brainwashed by Earth Crisis to go vegan and straight oh yeah I was way into that shit (laughs) it's like all of a sudden it was like I don't know anything about this I just know I can't drink Coca-Cola or eat meat (laughs) (laughs) we'll get deep into this shit when we start doing
1: musical embarrassment because man I went back and listened to some stuff and I'm walking down the street like turning oh. red like on headphones I not hear it same. I'm still just like oh. oh I did the
2: same thing man Earth Crisis like a destroy the machines that kill the forest oh <laughs>
1: Jesus
2: I found my Earth Crisis shirt the other day a green one it's actually the destroy the machine shirt I want to put it up for a raffle on uh, overnightdrive.com and it's a great it, idea. it has mosh damage on the arm <laughs> and, they always do yeah and it doesn't fit me anymore it actually fits me in a comical way like Chris Farley and like a little coat Kind of way, like, just shows you, man. <laughs> when I was vegan and when I was straight edge, I weighed a lot less. So, that, what's that tell you, bro?
1: Man, I feel bad. I hope I didn't. Uh, I hope I didn't out this dude for being a slam poet, or I hope I was incorrect. Because I just no. realized calling somebody a slam poet that's like that's like a serious accusation.
2: That is. That's, <laughs> that's like true.
1: serious. That's like calling someone racist or, or something I like that. That's like not something you fuck around it's with. Like, so I heard
2: oh, yeah. that he's a racist rapist yeah, well, I heard he's a fucking slam poet. <laughs> Whoa,
1: yeah, no, it's, it's like a fucking mean-ass thing to say, so I could be wrong, we'll see. Plus, but, yeah.
2: plus uh, you share a city with him, so you better watch out. If you also down, true, yeah. If you walk down in a, in a train platform after dark, he might be waiting for you with a bat or a blackjack. He might. He might. It's definitely possible. What if Paul Bear hit you over the head with a blackjack on the way home from work? <laughs>
1: Honestly, if it's because he was mad that someone called him a slampoat and he wasn't, I'd, I'd say that's actually fine. If somebody called me a slampoat, I'd I'd throw the speaker into their chest right now. Uh,
2: well, I'm... Um, um, so that's okay. I am uh, looking now. now. Are you checking this out? Yeah, let me know. Yeah, but I'm just getting a lot of... Uh, the Undertaker's ring man was also oh, known Paul Bear. That's <laughs> right. He was. He
1: was a fantastic slam poet.
2: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I, I am <laughs> like the man of voices tonight. I apologize in advance. I don't know why, but was that supposed to be Paul Bear? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Really? Wow. Not. You can cut that. Whoa. Out. Feel free to cut. Oh that no, out.
1: that's. Bad. I um, think we can keep that one in. I might turn the volume up know. on that one.
2: I had to switch to. For some reason, my router has three uh, access points.
1: That sounds pretty <laughs> efficient for a fucking house with two people living in it.
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. Does I the dog
1: know. need an access point? Um,
2: the dog is rather smart, so I think she has an iPad going. She's got QuickBooks, you know. She's got that shit going. She's got a fucking business happening. Um, you know, dog shit. Um, remember that, that was a trend that hit Albany for a little bit of time, where hardcore dudes started doing slam poetry. I, being yeah. a, being an English major, that's the thing, like, uh, it was Charles Bukowski's birthday last week, <clears throat> and I like him. And I'm looking at my bookshelf right now, and, um, I have almost a, an entire ra- uh, row of books. I have maybe ten of his books. Uh, one of my favorite books of his is called Dangling in the Torn of Fortia which is about how he's old and he made money finally, and now he just drives his BMW to the track. Sounds dope. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. And uh, But I, I've learned from being an English student to not wear your Bikowski on your sleeve. just yeah, like you oh, do, please, just, God, don't. Just like you don't wear your Morrissey on your sleeve, or you don't wear your Johnny Cash on your sleeve, or you don't wear your 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 biggest influences. You don't really wear them on your sleeve because... You just end up looking really bad. <laughs> I yep. don't know, like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit in a bar and swill swill old granddad and and read a book and and uh, I'm gonna gonna chill and uh, and people just think you're a jack-off.
1: So, yep, no question.
2: And uh, it's just you know, cool. I'm mean, I'm sorry if I offended any of the writers out there. Keep writing, please. Just, the
1: warrior poets among the us. the warrior
2: poets among us, who we all are really. Everyone, I know you carry a little moleskin around, Andrew. Don't tell me you don't.
1: I don't even own a pen.
2: Oh, fuck.
1: Is that weird? I couldn't... I don't think I can find a pen in this house. What
2: about your pen-like penis that is very small?
1: Seeing how long I can go silent here.
2: Uh, not very long. Cause you not very it. long. All Cause right. Because, girl, girl, you know what's true.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> I, I, have, I have nothing.
2: I have nothing to contribute. You do have nothing. You, I just co-cued you for having a pen dick. So you have nothing to go <laughs> on, bro. <laughs> Nothing go on, man. Hey, uh, next week or the week after, we should invite Sean Patrick Duty in to uh, to say a few words.
1: We should. I um, agree.
2: Uh, I missed I miss our man very much. And, I'll uh, uh,
1: I'll reach out to him. I'll see if that's a possibility.
2: Yeah, let me. I would. I would love to. I love to. Oh, should I give him a call right now? He you can give him a call right now. He he can't be working. I mean, if he is, oh, I'm
1: sure he's working. But that's <laughs> let's give him a shot.
2: I'm sure. Let's have a surprise call to Sean Goody. Is this his old number? I bet it is. <laughs> Oops. Well, Hi,
0: you've reached Kevin. Uh, sorry,
2: I can't take your oh, call right you've now. Reached... Kevin? What's Hi, going you've... On, Kevin? Hi, you've reached Kevin. Oh, is it Kevin Doody? I'm sorry. <laughs> I kind of wish I kind of wish it was... Oh, no, he's in my phone as Goody. From like, oh, there you go. I, I changed the SIM card... Uh, in my phone about a year and a half ago, and it just has all of the old numbers. And it's funny because some of the uh, some of the women in the phone are just like 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 uh, Liz Buffalo, like girls I met on tour. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh shit! Hold on, let's see if the Goodman let's see if the Goodman's around. Goodman, hello, Goody. You've reached on duty at five one eight. Seven. Fuck, I just not gave available. his number out. I'll cut it oh. up. <laughs> Good, he's not about not answering the phone, but that was a ring. If you heard their podcast audience, that was a ring and a half, so he definitely fucking ignored my call. Yeah,
1: he sent you right to voicemail. And then once we're done recording <sighs> this, he's going to call you back.
2: All right, let's go. What's going on? Uh, hey, i uh, am just working. Just All right, working. well, we'll
1: see if we can't get him in, uh, in the next few weeks, see if we can't lock him down for a day.
2: Cool. Sounds great. <laughs> what do you really say? Good. Do
1: you want, to, uh, you want to knock out some of the we Tumblr have, questions that have been growing in the inbox for we have, uh, two
2: weeks? Yeah, we have to apologize for the Tumblr-verse, because, um, well, we, uh, Andrew and I took a hiatus. Hi- hiatus uh, I, don't I know took what, an actual uh, vacation. You did, yeah. You did, I did. did. I, I
1: went to an island off the coast of Rhode Island, had no power or internet for a few days with that's, my entire family.
2: That's great, man. That's no, amazing. it actually
1: wasn't that great. Apparently my family really liked to sing. I didn't know that, but now they like to sing together. Uh, so,
2: <laughs> what did they? What did they sing? Do they sing like? Uh, old it's weird. They know shit from like. They
1: this? know shit from like the 1940s. They know shit from the 1990s. They're all over the place. I wanted to uh, drive myself.
2: <laughs> Wait. So they sing the bo- Okay. So they know the shit from the 40s and the 90s. They sing the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy from Company B yes. into Dada uh, Disneyland. Absolutely, I'm yes. going to Disneyland. That Disneyland. Wow, your mom saying I'm going to Disneyland. That'd be great. Um, it was a, it was a weird weekend. That's that sounds like a lost weekend. Did you did you uh, did you get laid, bro? I did. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. You know, and and it's cool because you even though you're with family. You still manage to have sex with one of your family members. That's great.
1: Yeah, it's just strange, but, you
2: know... You oh, Gabriel went with you out. Oh, okay, I got it now. No, I didn't say that. Oh, shit. You fucking... <laughs> you? Oh, my God. Andrew, uh, yeah, I, I missed you very much, though. And I know that's gay to say, but, you know, it's like we've become like Pen and Teller. Um, but only we talk. Only I talk. I and mean, you're, you're the brains of the operations. You're definitely Pen, And I'm Teller, where I just make funny faces and don't speak. All right. In that's a perfect weird. in a perfect world, that's what it would be because I'm sure anybody who is a consistent listener of the podcast is very tired of my jive by now. <laughs> wow, he says. People the, seem to enjoy it. How he says the same dumb shit every week. Wow. Oh, all I, right.
1: Well, let's let's knock in let's knock a few of these out. Let's see what we got.
2: Okay. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, I've recently become sick of commitment and got out of a regular relationship in search of an emotionless friends with benefit thing. What's the best way to go about that in terms of finding a partner that's just down to fuck? I should really know how to answer this because my my number keeps creeping. Um, But I don't. It's hit or miss. It's sheer luck.
1: I think you said you have to pitch it and be prepared to, like, get slapped occasionally yeah. or, like, not talk to people. It's, you know, yeah. it's like a – it's it's a minefield.
2: Honestly, you need to learn how to be alone, project that to other people. Yeah. And if they still want to bite, then explain to them right away. Say, look, I'm re- – yeah, of course you got to do that cheesy dude thing where you're like, I'm not really looking to get into anything right now, but – you know, I mean we're attracted to each other, so maybe, you know, we could we could explore that part of our relationship and like that kind of fucking cornball shit, which I've said many times. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, okay, Cupid works. Um uh it's it's a it's a tedious existence. As Phil Lynn and Thin Lizzy used to say all the time, it's a tedious Marcus. existence.
1: Just pitch it. You you get what you want in life by asking for it. So just ask for hey, it. And occasionally, someone's going to get mad at you.
2: We asked Blake Schwarzenbach, "Hey, you want to be on our podcast?" And he's like, "Sure." And that was that go. was exactly what happened. <laughs> so any, anything go. anything can happen. Uh, you, will you will you be with the women you want to be with? Probably not, because the women you want to be with have self respect and and they probably won't fuck you because you're look thirsty when you're like, "Hey, we can can we just like just like hook up and." Uh, You know, it's a bad idea. So, that's it.
0: All right.
1: What else do we got here? Um, This is in all caps. Hans, are you okay?
2: Yes, I'm actually doing... I'm on the really good foot lately. Um, Riding high off our podcast Triumph. I played a show last night with Bear Mattress. Very exciting.
1: I saw photos of that.
2: saw photos of that. Mm-hmm. Where from when from how
1: uh, so- somewhere on the Facebook world there was a uh, a photo of you performing
2: Oh wow, it's weird. <laughs> I didn't even see it uh did I look tubby?
1: You looked all right, you look like you had your shit together.
2: No oh, good finally well, I think it's because I ran a comb across my hair but um uh yeah everything everything's fine. thanks for asking uh I, I'm, I'm single but I feel really good about that and uh you know things are cool, things are fine. Um, I've been drinking white wine lately. Uh, that's about it. Sorry. Sorry I so, sorry I don't have a wild story for you every yeah, fucking week. that was week.
0: exciting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, you know, everything's cool in my world.
1: Oh, uh, let's see. You got one?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, actually, uh, bridging off this, uh, not trying to sound like a douche, which is the best way to preface a question.
1: That's actually the greatest way to sound like a douche.
2: <laughs> not trying to sound like a douche, but here it goes. Uh, but Hans, do you think you actually loved the women you've been with? Everyone? Fuck. No. Uh, you talk a lot about them in a sexual way, but almost never in what they actually meant to you. That's not true. You need to listen to the podcast. What did these women give you besides sex and an escape from loneliness? If this is written by an ex-girlfriend... Uh, I don't know what to, I feel sorry for you son. I don't know what to tell you uh, you know my phone number that's this is this is weird um, uh, yes of course that I love them all no uh, did I take a little bit away from each of each one of my dalliances or relationships? Yes did I ever have hollow meaningless completely meaningless sex where I don't find out their last name? yes all of which goes into the wisdom pool and I, I learned to love that. Uh, I talk about them in a sexual way because it's easier than saying, yeah, that one time I was driving home from New York and I cried because I knew that it was over, but then I knew that I still had to live in New York. No, I, Nobody wants to hear about
1: that. <laughs> yeah, that, no just, one, that just brought me down. Right yeah,
2: now. no one wants to hear about that shit. Uh, or like the one... Oh, fuck. I, see, now I'm thinking about all these terrible stories. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Uh, <laughs> the one time where I listened to... Um, Oh, uh, fuck. Was it, like, There's one Dinosaur Jr. song, I know, <laughs> off uh, Without a Sound, which I listen to. Are you to. doing this right now? Yeah. And I Are you to, doing this uh, right now? <laughs> I listened to that song. It was like a real slow song. Oh, and I listened man. to that song on repeat because I knew that, well, the night that I, I ended my relationship in Seattle with the, that's the psychopath girl I was going out with here, the girl I left the band for. Um, that was really bad. Oh, see, you know, you are a douche fucking question asker because you brought out, they brought that shit out in me. I hate you, Jeffrey. I hate you. you. Never see that. Um, I just remembered, uh, I just had a weird brain thing where I remembered watching live the, the, on court TV, the Jeffrey Dahmer trial. And during the victim impact statements, one of the women was like, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, I hate oh, you. Yeah, remember I, that? I remember that she flipped out. <laughs> like Jeffrey, I hate you, and I say that all the time. My favorite, now, was she
1: started screaming. Do you hear me? You like hear she me? wasn't the only person in the room screaming. That was nice. Yeah.
2: Little did he know he'd get beaten to death by a lifer in in, I knew, in the, the joint. In the joint. Did you call that hit on Jeffrey Dunn?
1: I didn't. I suggested it at my uh, at my weekly visitation.
2: <laughs> oh Jesus, that's a hell of a commute. Out to Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, so, short, the short, uh, the, short, the cliff notes of that question, y- yeah, and, and, and every woman in a little bit, little bit, little bit.
1: Alright, I'm gonna, bit. this got weird, so I'm gonna steer this in an opposite please, direction quickly. Please,
2: if I str- when's the str- last str-
1: time either of you moshed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go.
2: Oh, Jesus, um... Last time I moshed was during Hot Water Music on the Plea for Peace tour in 2001. Wow. I remember that. I, I think I might have a photographic memory because I remember that completely. <laughs> uh, and I was moshing so poorly that somebody tackled me to the ground. <laughs> and I remember I was wearing, like, uh, as you would back back in the hardcore days, you'd wear, like, a shoulder bag while you were moshing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Full and, of zines. Yeah, no, mine was like had like a bunch of tapes in it, plus some some school shit, and it all went spilling out onto the floor. And I, I pushed people out of the way to get my my Fugazi tape back and shit. Uh that's it.
1: <clears throat> I uh, I don't remember where Euro is. It was. it was a couple years ago where uh I was doing sound at a band covered discharge and I got real stupid and uh and went and oh, to discharge. Did
2: they cover? Did they cover the more I see? No,
1: is... no. I wish I forget what it was.
2: No, oh, the more I see is
1: so good. That is really we might we might end with the more I see tonight. The more
2: I see, the less, the less I believe.
1: Very. Oh, we're gonna go call. back. Ultimate friend zones jam. The Descendants. I'm the one. No. Like I would. Uh,
2: first why? of all, first god of all, damn it! Put your fedora on, bro, because you just used the term friend zone. <laughs> uh number two um descendants are if i if I see someone listening to descendants, I just automatically assume they they're a fucking they're a eunuch and have no balls uh that shit's fucking real corny and played out so sorry sorry ninety nine percent of the people who listen to this podcast who also like the descendants <laughs> sorry although andrew knows knows a lot of descendants songs on guitar.
1: I do. I do.
2: <laughs> just never got into them, although actually that's a lie, because at one point I was into them so much that I bought the Descendants, the uh, SST Descendants Live. Dude, if okay. you're
1: going to tell a story that like, makes me sad again, don't <laughs> no, do it. No, I'm just, not. No. All right,
2: <laughs> no, and I remember I used to listen to that Descendants Live tape when I, worked at the, when I worked in the magazine room at Borders, and it was so annoying to everybody that uh, people actually complained and I got my radio taken away. So maybe that <laughs> maybe that's why I hate the descendants.
1: Alright, that's dope.
2: Yeah. No no sadness. No sad no sad answers from now on.
1: Alright. Uh hey Andrew slash Justin Kiss. Someone wrote an article on Vice about the vigilant citizen shit you were talking about in episode thirty. Seems suspiciously soon after, no? I I I don't know if it's suspicious that a person that lives in New York might listen to a podcast where they talk about shit. Like, I, yeah. I, maybe it's suspicious. I don't expect to get credit to turn uh, somebody on to Vigilant Citizen.
2: Asshole, it's called Vigilant Citizen. So they were probably very vigilant in finding That's the information. probably very true. So, Although,
1: weirdly enough, Vice did uh, steal a friend of ours' pictures not that long ago. So who knows? Whose
2: who's pictures?
1: Uh, we'll talk about it afterwards.
2: Oh, sounds good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, oh, that's I one. I don't I, want to
1: start <laughs> beef, man. I don't want to start beef already.
2: Street beef. Yeah. yeah okay. uh, let's read one that that really speaks to me in a way that I I, uh, <clears throat> I like. This is one that I, this is a question that I can really really dig my teeth into. New to Overnight Drive and was catching up on past posts. Your instructions on how to eat pussy has made me wish I was in the same city as my friend with benefits. There you go. Come to Canada. Dive into my muff. Name the city and the time. I will be there. <laughs> I will be there. Not. I won't even take my clothes off. I will just dive. I will. T- I'll bring a diving board. And I will. Ch- I will chew on it. No joke.
1: I've got my head in my hands right now. <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> when did you become so square, man? That'll end well. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go to Canada. Uh, it's probably like far away Canada, too. Oh, It'll
1: definitely be Vancouver. Like, no question. <laughs> Fuck.
2: If it was like Montreal, that's like a day trip. I'd go up there, fucking dip, dip. Uh, Toronto's a little far away. I'm so... Uh, it'd be really... It would be fun. And it would be fine. Um, just don't give me fucking mouth HPV. Please.
1: Remember our uh, our homeboy with the lying roommate from uh, way back when, like episode like 15 or something
2: like <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah, I do. That was fucked up. Insane situation.
1: lying housemate update number three. Oh, great. He just announced he is moving out because his fashion label has taken off and has begun receiving <laughs> global claims. so he needs more space to work on it all. Oh, they good. have six followers
2: on Twitter. Yo, is this Albany? I do live I in like Albany. The guy. I
1: like this guy a lot. <laughs>
2: this is great. Good got oh, to wait. keep
1: tabs on him. Um, person who's writing in, uh, definitely keep tabs on this guy and keep us posted yeah. about his global fashion uh, label. It sounds dope.
2: Please. Please do. <laughs> and uh, also, if you want a person, I'll, uh, conversely, person, uh, if the roommate's listening, you can send us free clothes. Oh, definitely. No I'm, question. I'm a size quadruple X and a Let's... size 50 waist.
1: Uh what age did you guys go to college? Han says he was in he was in school while he was in EOAY, so sort of recently. I'm worrying about my career and if I have enough time. Mm, I, I did. did one semester at Hudson Valley Community <laughs> College and, <laughs> and said nope.
2: And okay, let's let's uh, again, Andrew and I yin and yang. Andrew has one semester at a cut rate community college. I have an associate's, I have a bachelor's. And I have uh, a year and a half of master's credits. Who makes more money? And who has a better life? Uh, that would be Andrew, <laughs> by far. <laughs> so um, It's
1: all smoke and mirrors, man.
2: Well, listen. Uh, you know, you got a nice spot. You, you have a nice girl. You have a nice job. I have, um, well, my job's okay. Uh, my, my spot's alright, I guess. We're both doing okay. You know, we're both men of the world. But I'm just saying, like, uh, Andrew learned a trade that he became very good at. And is t- the, when you're talented enough, the truth will out. That's A uh, a lot of football people use that term. The truth will out. It'll, it'll basically... The truth eventually hits everyone. And, and if you suck, and if you're doing it half-assed, it'll eventually come out, you know. So, uh, if you're good at something, and if you choose something that you're good at, eventually it'll pay dividends. Uh, I remember when Andrew <clears throat> slept on couches and worked at a movie theater and was a uh, a sound man at a downstairs bar.
1: Those were the days.
2: Those were the days. I was
1: really, I was really rolling it at that
2: point. <laughs> yeah. And now he's, uh, you know, now he's uh, uh, rubbing elbows with the likes of Bob Dylan. And it's uh, weird that
1: I was mad all the time during that.
2: Yeah, it's... You know? <laughs> like, yeah, I will say you're you're a lot it's different It's weird that now. I
1: was drinking a lot and unpredictable and violent at that point in my life. It seems so stable and relaxed.
2: I do remember you rushing out of uh, bombers, of all bars, kicking somebody. That was, I remember seeing that at one point. That was funny.
1: Oh, yeah, well, that was... Uh, you know, actually, in my defense, that was us trying to do a good deed when uh, bombers had this really really just big nasty drunk guy sitting there and he refused to leave and the bartender was like like this little kid he was you know maybe like 130 pounds uh, and me and three other guys from Valentine's had just gotten off and were just having an after shift beer and you know we deal with these assholes all the time so we're like alright everyone take a limb we're just gonna drag this guy down the stairs and uh, bring him up the street but, uh, but yeah, when we put him down, he swung at me, and I, I really <laughs> lost my cool there for a little this while. This is
2: back when Andrew was wearing the, like, uh, the buckle boots, like your motorcycle boots or whatever. Yeah, I yeah, he definitely. He, uh... That was funny. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was good. That was violent, Andrew. Uh, the best part
1: was he waited outside of bombers for, like, an hour and a half for me, too. I just, like, really good. kept looking at the window, at I'm like, ugh, I'm going to have to fight this old fuck after this. But I, I apparently it never happened. I don't really remember how that resolved itself. <clears throat>
2: Ah, what else? Hans, how was the stand-up career looking? Not great. I, <laughs> I haven't done it since, because, and I blame all of you fucking Jerry Seinfelds for talking me out of it, so fuck off. You, all of you oh, totally cool New York City comics got your wish. I no longer do stand-up, because you crushed my confidence when I was looking to our fans for... For for a boost, you're trying to build me up. You let me down, so it's all your fault. You either saved or robbed the world of a great stand-up comic.
1: That's a real scene.
2: That's a real scene, God. That's a, damn it. that's real, real. <laughs> that's real, real. God damn it.
1: Uh, let's see. Want to increase my average culinary skills? Recor- recommend me something. Man, I cannot talk today. I had a I had a little drink before I started this, oh. and now I'm all uh, I'm all floopy.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go to Stewarts and get a six-pack after this.
1: I Let's see. Average culinary skills recommend me something. Why don't you get a cast iron pan? That mm. really changed my game up a lot. Like okay, a good good cast iron pan, that shit's nice.
2: I think you should get a rice cooker. Rice cooker is good. Rice cooker, but make sure it's tall enough that you can put stuff on top to steam. Steam it. You can steam vegetables. You can steam tofu. All kinds of good stuff. And um, you can put. You could basically steam anything. Uh, You can cook stew in that shit. You can do whatever you want. The rice cooker is really good, especially if you live in a little shithole.
1: You know what? Salt at every stage, too. That's something I learned along the way. If you just throw a bunch of salt in in the end, it's not going to work. you got to fucking do a little salt a little bit at a time each time yeah. you change something up.
2: Salt is not a spice. Salt is not a fucking spice. Salt is not a fucking spice, dope. <laughs> Alright, you dopes. Uh, <clears throat> okay, if there was one person you could get to guess on the podcast, realistically or otherwise, who would you each choose? You go first.
1: Fuck, dude. Um... <laughs> Like, wait! Hit me with like a majorly open-ended question with no
2: uh, okay, fine, fine, no heads fine. up. Fine, fine, fine. Um, if I have only a limited amount of time to ask, uh, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior? God damn! Good answer. Yeah, yeah that would be great. That's be- so much
1: better than the answer I would have come up with. Fuck it.
2: Yeah, Ultimate Warrior, definitely. And like, uh, he's really weird, and he would probably—he's really religious now, so he'd probably take offense to a ton of our questions. Him sitting in Andrew's living room with Gabri asking him questions also would be really awesome. That's our It'd be funny
1: because that would end with him throwing me through my television. Like I would hit the television and fall down, fall into my Ikea bookshelf, that would fall apart. Yeah. It'd be great.
2: I think that's, our, um, that's the format that works, I think, for our... Is uh, having me and you grill the celeb with questions and then Gabri kind of like adds the, uh, uh, the other good questions. Which
1: there was. I'm um, looking for it right now. There it is. Uh, I had an anonymous question that said the pl- the one guest plus Gabri cameos setup seems to be your best episodes, which I agree with.
2: Yeah, it's good. No, she's good. She's good. You got a good one there, Andrew. I agree. Oh, wow. You know, ain't love grand, man?
1: Weeks, I got a question about that. How did Andrew land, Gabri? She sounds super cool and Andrew sounds okay. <laughs> <Thanks>.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I really appreciate that. That's God, fucking wild. A, oh, I'm gonna go get drunk now. Oh, what a dick. <clears throat> I want re- real details so I myself, an okay guy, can land a good one. All the women I date seem to all be duds and have a hard time finding a keeper. Uh, um,
2: keepers are fucking built, not found, man.
1: Correct. Most women of, uh, ch- Chances are of your age bracket are incredibly, incredibly dumb. Yeah. Like, very, very stupid. Uh, Gabri is uh, very much not stupid at all, which was really nice. Uh, I landed her by meeting her at a party and talking about some dumb shit. Yep. But, uh... There, there was weirdness because uh, there's still a dude who definitely hates me out there. But you know, <laughs> it is what it is.
2: Yeah, like like years later, like an inappropriate amount of time later, it's still like the venom is still deep. Eh, what are you gonna do? i you going do, man. You know, you gotta roll with the t- roll with the punches, man. Aria, you- yeah,
1: like gotta let everything go. Yeah, it, it all worked out for the best. We're uh, we're quite happy.
2: You guys are quite happy as long as that chair stays clean, man. You guys are.
1: Chairs clean right now. Ooh. I'm looking right at it. <laughs> just red leather.
2: Y'all are tip top right now. Um. Um,
1: but yeah, there's. Uh, it's you're just you're gonna meet a lot of dumb people, and then hopefully one day you don't meet a dumb person. And that's that's about as much as I can say on it. It's, it's just fucking like dice roll. But just do yourself yep. a
2: favor, man. No, just like Malcolm X, no sellout. Okay, if you find somebody, you know what I mean. If you find somebody and things are cruising for like a good minute, but then your shit's like not good anymore, just fucking bail. Okay, just do me a favor. <laughs> just bail. Be like we're friends and it's cool, but like obviously this isn't working out, and we can find somebody else. So you gotta, you gotta look, gotta, you gotta dig deep. You know, you gotta, you gotta dig through the cereal to find the prize, man. You know. Yeah, that good way to put it. You do. You got. To, you just can't dump the box out. You got to dig through. You got to, you know, which I used to do. <laughs> or you pick. You just can't dump the box. Just can't dump the it. box out, man. That's that's mad. That's what's called mad sour flavor. Can't do that. Man. <laughs> You gotta dig through, man. You gotta dig through. You gotta eat a lot of cereal before you get there, too. You gotta eat yep. a lot of fucking gross cereal, and then you're like, "Fuck." Yep. I'm getting really sick of Apple Jacks. Oh shit! There's a problem. You get that Dakota ring now. Fucking awesome. Get that
1: Dakota ring. It it's all works out.
2: Oval to drink oval tea (laughs) it's almost it's almost Christmas season man I can't wait for the Christmas episode it's gonna be nice we're gonna have a gift and a gift exchange and shit it's gonna be awesome good idea alright
1: cool one more person I'm gonna buy a fucking gift for Ah. this year can't wait
2: (laughs) I'm gonna buy you some fucking Bong and Olsen headphones man. that sounds good it's gonna be really good what Um,
1: are uh, what are some of the best slang words slash regional words or phrases you've heard in your travels
2: uh, I use them Um, I think for, uh, in the South, they use the term moving real slow for getting drunk or high. I like that. That's good. Moving slow. Or just slow. Like, oh, he's slow. Don't mess with him. He's slow right now. Um, uh, like Cuddy. I picked up Cuddy when I was in New York. Cuddy's good. Cuddy's really good. Uh, Cuddy. C-U-T-T-Y. The NFL actually sells a shirt. Uh, which I posted on the Tumblr a few few weeks ago (laughs) for Jay Cutler. It says, in Cutty we trust, and I really wanted to buy it, because it's, like, really perfect. (laughs) In Cutty we trust. I love Cutty. Um, uh, I don't know, man. You know, it's just, uh, I'm sure we've heard a lot of slang in our lives. It's just, um, I like uh, tasting it, uh, you know, I can't really use, I mean, slang, slang, regional words, it's like, uh, I know when I lived in in um, Glens Falls when I was growing up, if you were retarded, or I guess if you were mentally retarded, they'd call you a gilder.
1: Wow, what yeah. the shit is that?
2: That's Glens Falls, man. We get, we made up our own words. Yeah, he's a. Oh yeah, you hear about Corey? Yeah, Corey's got a brother. who's a total gilder.
1: Wow, what a fucking weird word.
2: Yeah, what a weird world.
1: Yeah. Um, one of my favorite. I I don't know if this is regional, as in, like, the entire British Isles, or just regional to... I think I picked it up in Huddersfields. But when you live in Huddersfields, or, you know, I guess areas around it, and you want to pick a fight with the other mill worker that's, like, at the bar, you say, and what? And what? And what? Not like, come on, not like whatever you say, and what? And what? Um, I like which I that. thought was great, and so I spent most of that show screaming and what!" to anyone who would walk past me, <laughs> uh, and no, nobody offered to fight me or anything. But uh, I, they looked at me like I was a real gilder.
2: Ah, yeah. <laughs> I hope we use gilder. Oh, what about "Burn your tower, man"? Burn your tower.
1: That's uh, that's a classic. That's one right old
2: there. school. Burn your tower. It's in. Uh, it's actually someone put it in UrbanDictionary.com. I looked it up.
1: Burn your tower.
2: Burn your tower. That means, uh, hey, Andrew, would it burn your tower if I, if you had broken up with Gabri, right? And I was like, hey, Andrew, would it burn your tower if, like, I took Gabriel out for a drink? That's the context you use it in. It means burn your... And when someone's tower is burning, they're pissy as shit. I and mean, they have a really hurt ass about something. Uh, so we use that with Sean Duty. Sean Duty had a burning tower a lot of times.
1: You know, we actually coined that in that exact sort of scenario, where you were asking me that exact question, but instead it was about Leah Thompson from Howard the Duck. <laughs> I think it was like four in the morning driving home from his show, we're like passing Burger King, it's already yeah. closed, and we're talking about Howard the Duck.
2: Yeah, of course we were.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know I was really sad a few days ago oh, yeah. There was an episode, I think two episodes ago Where we talked about how we were texting each other About Roy Scheider in 2013 That was some sad shit
2: Why well, was that sad? I thought that was nice man. Well awesome. it was very
1: sad that I just told you we died That was that was rough
2: <laughs> I know, I didn't know You had to break the news to me, that was sad oh, did, oh, you man. Le- did you hear that Leah Thompson died? No, I did not hear that That's, no. a, that's a real shame No, I'm just kidding Right, but fun. when she dies, shame. when she dies, I'll text you. I'll be like, dude, what do you think? What do you think Leah Thompson is doing right now? And you're like, I don't know, fighting the Russians <laughs> outside of Calumet that <laughs> city.
1: It's four in the morning. Why are you texting me?
2: She's fighting the Russians with Patrick Swayze, uh, then the Cubans. And I was like, no, she's fucking dead. I hate to break the news to you.
1: That's yeah, that's all right. It's all right. Um any ideas for the overnight drive one year anniversary episode?
2: Ooh, very good. Um,
1: well, the first episode was recorded on Black Friday of yeah. last year, so that's at least that's an easy date to remember.
2: Two words: live sex. No, I think we're going to bring. A, we're going to try and assemble really? our. We're gonna, no, <laughs> we're going to try to assemble our whack pack. We're going to get. <clears throat> we're going to get Blake. We're going to get Ray the bouncer. We're going to get. Uh, Sean Duty, we're gonna get uh, Dan Higgs, or we're gonna get him in the same room. Or we're just gonna Jesus jam. Jesus Christ! We're just gonna jam.
1: <laughs> All right. Or, All or right, we, let's do it. Or, or we, it.
2: or we could do a roast of somebody. That'd be good.
1: Also, pretty we good. Do,
2: or we could do the Sean Duty roast. Bring people, bring back, bring people like Sean Duty. We have a surprise for you. It's your sister, and she comes out and like does ten minutes of material on Sean Duty. It'd be great.
1: Oh, that'd be a real scene.
2: Fuck, <laughs> fucking scene! The most uncomfortable man in the world, Sean Duty. It'd be great.
1: Oh man, uh, what's up with the sex offender Andrew used to live with? Uh, I saw this come in, and I checked, and there's been no updates on Google. Although I did find a uh, an article that quoted her as saying that it was a witch hunt. <laughs> Which oh, seems very weird. <laughs> That's a uh, bizarre thing to say to somebody who's clearly having sex with a fourteen year old. You can um, you can say
2: that, I guess. <laughs> Uh Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, no no news. I, I can't tell if she lives here or somewhere else because she's got addresses in, like, three different spots. And I don't really feel like going over to Masbeth to find out. So.
2: Oh, Masbeth. I don't know. Really? One
1: day I'm just going to be on the train and she's going to show up and I'm going to hit the floor and fucking they're going to have to revive me at the hospital.
2: Are you going to let your body hit the floor,
1: Andrew? The body will hit the floor.
2: Oh, the body will hit the floor. <laughs> oh, oh, the hit the floor. <laughs> no question about that. The bodies will hit the floor. Um, uh, we got a lot of questions here. Were you guys surprised that Blake Schwarzenbach is actually a super chill dude? He seemed very low key, funny, strange on the show. Well, we only found out that day because I had contacted him, like, over the course of the week. But we only contacted, we only learned that day that he was, uh, he was actually good to go. So I had to, like, speed down in New York. And, um, we didn't know what to expect. I was a little nervous, actually. I don't know if you were, Andrew, but I was a little little nervous just because... Uh you know, you don't know what to expect. Like. Is this going to be, like, are we going to be, like, dealing with, like, Pat Smear here? Is this dude going to be, like, totally grizzled and weird and, like, try to throw punches at us? And
1: Well, that was my whole thing. Like, that dude's taken quite a few gut punches from us in the past on here. I'm like, oh, man, is this dude going to show up at my house I had and that- just, like, <laughs> and, like throw something at me? Like, that's going to be a drag.
2: I had that thought, like, is this going to be a troll fest where he's just going to be like, so, I hear you hate my fucking band, My Legacy. <laughs> I was like, I don't hate your band, man. I only ever said, just to clarify, because I'm sure there's fucking snakes in the grass. I said, look, I when I dated a girl in Seattle, I had to, because she really liked Jawbreaker, like, oh, over the top, memorize the words. So I had to, like, pretend to like Jawbreaker as much as she did. <laughs> All right, let's get it straight here. Um, in order to, you know, get that sweet Cuddy. But the things we do for Cuddy, man. Come on. I know you feel me.
1: Uh, I, I mean, you know what was actually funny? We talked about this after, uh, after that dude left. There's, uh, like, living that sort of lifestyle where, like, touring a lot and dealing with, like, band shit and whatnot, you end up one of two ways. You end up, like, an immeasurable cocksucker. Like, you just, like, <laughs> you suck so bad. Yeah. Or you end up, like a, like, a real weirdo. And that's it, and you probably don't relate to people, and it's just kind of strange. And you always hope those guys end up like weirdos, and most of the time they end up like real cocksuckers. Yeah. He ended up like a weirdo. God yeah, bless. It's exactly a, how you want something like that to end up.
2: And he traveled a, 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 New, a New York long way. Like He took a couple trains to get to the spot, and we appreciate it very much. He was a, a complete weirdo and we loved it. <laughs> as the, as the, and as the beer started flowing, uh, he got a little bit more weird, which was perfect.
1: That's the way it should be.
2: Yeah, a little bit weirder. Grammar and punctuation. Um,
1: Um, Let's see. FYI, if you make the podcast under 50 megabytes, people can stream it on an iPhone, and you'll probably get a lot more downloads. Over 50, and you've got to be on Wi-Fi. Compress that shit. Ah.
2: You know, I try
1: and keep this to an hour. That way I can get it there. I hate compressing that shit. It really bothers me. So Mm -hmm. we'll... uh, We'll see what happens. I'll try to compress it a little more and see. But every time it sounds like someone's talking underwater, I can't. I can't hang with that. I can't listen to it.
2: Good things come to those who wait. Also, wait true. so we see you get home, and because uh, we're not, we're about quality, not quantity, with the downloads. All right, we've got we're good. All right, we got we have we're br- coming close to fifty thousand downloads, uh, for a podcast that hasn't even been around for nine months. That's pretty good. That's fine. I'm
1: happy with it.
2: I'm really happy. I, again, I have
1: no idea if that's a lot or a little. I can't even tell. So Interna- internationally.
2: I mean, fucking TED Talks probably does that in a day, but whatever. Yeah, no question. Uh, who cares? We're way cooler than fucking TED Talks. Jesus Christ. Give me a break on that. Oh, I want to learn how to uh, hack my life, and I uh, listen to TED Talks. <laughs> oh, you know that you can power an indoor fan with an Apple? It's amazing.
1: I used to play those at work all the time, and everyone would come in and get really mad at me when uh, when they would be on screen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Playing the TED Talks. Yeah, no, you have to play that. Like, those. fuck,
1: we're doing this again? What?
2: What's going on here?
1: Yeah, listen, it I didn't know uh, Human Evolution was so interesting. Here, sit down and watch this. Uh, um, Hans, would you ever move back to New York City?
2: Oh, I liked being down there uh, last week, a couple weeks ago. That was fun for, like, a night, um, living there is a tough grind, I've said this many times, it's a fucking grind, especially if you don't have a real job, if I, uh, I can, I, in my life I've tried never to say never, so, I don't know, maybe, uh, if I get a job that pays me really well, uh, if I get transfer down there, I don't know, but I don't know what I do, because I really like laying down lately, like, it's, like I've become, I've become kind of lazy, so, like, I always feel like I need to always do something when I'm down there. Like, let's go out, let's do this, let's do that, blah blah blah. And I do just feel very. Um, I, I felt my. I felt myself when I lived there, not living up to my perceived potential of exploring New York to its fullest because I just kind of wanted to hang out and watch like Judge Judy. And yeah, so- <laughs> that happens
1: a lot. I. This is something that. Always happens, and every time I know someone who moves to New York, they always kind of maybe say that it's not going to happen, and it always fucking does, is you move down here and it is like, it's like a major grind, and, mm. you know, like I had to leave a clothing store today because the guy next to me just smelled like armpits so bad that I just, I, could, I couldn't I could look for the jacket yeah. I wanted anymore. It just smelled like a fucking locker room and I had to go.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and that's just normal occurrence, like that doesn't even stress me out anymore, that's just an occurrence, like, oh, smelly guy's here, it's time to leave. <laughs> yeah so you deal with that shit all the time and yeah you get to that point where you're like all I want to do I want to go home and watch a cartoon and go to sleep in a reasonable hour and then you have friends who come into town they're like hey I'm coming in to watch the fucking postal service at I, I don't know terminal whatever <laughs> uh, we should definitely get a drink before that we should go it'll be fun we'll, we'll, we'll hang out yo I'm so tired <laughs> like, I'm so tired that no I'm just going to pretend I didn't Fucking... get the text until afterwards. I've got a bet. Ba- <laughs> I, I can't possibly... Like pretend to want to talk about the things you used to talk about right
2: now. I've got a Ziploc baggie of ice on my fucking instep because my feet hurt so much from walking around in work shoes all day.
1: It's like I could go and we could talk about the good old days or I could just take this other train home and I've got a frozen Trader Joe's like pasta in the (laughs) freezer that I can put in. It's not very good, but it's alright and it's like sustenance. It's like that fucking uh, soylent stuff. It just gets me through the night. Um... So I'm going to text you back tomorrow and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I was. Oh, dude. I had a thing. It was. I, I wish I had seen that. We definitely could have. Oh, hung out. have give been... me a shout next time you're in town, though. No, I'm. I'm always uh, around. I
2: must have been in the train when I got your text. Ooh. It's a thing.
1: I'm never around. Let me, let's just put oh, it out there. My
2: trains. My trains. Like uh, uh, they're not like running anymore. I, I got stuck on the
1: ground for like 45 minutes. It was crazy. Oh. People oh. were freaking out.
2: Oh my god, like, the tr- the station was so full that I ended up having to walk over the bridge. <laughs> oh.
1: It's weird, you don't get any service in the middle of the bridge. You'd think you would, but you
2: don't. No, you know, I had my phone on silent because I had court.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. A I'm going to use that for real.
2: That it's a really good one. That's a really good, uh, it's, like, it's like the work excuse. Like, if you call and say you have diarrhea, like people just leave you alone. It's like i have, uh, um, like I have the I have diarrhea real bad. Oh okay, oh, yeah, t- take all the time you need, pal. Uh, come back tomorrow, no problem. I wanted to call in today because I hurt my back at the gym because I'm I'm you know 36 year old man, so I need to lift like a ton of weight all the time. I don't know why, but I do. Yeah, why? <laughs> and, uh, as I feel my fucking intestines bulging against my intestinal wall and give, causing a hernia, I uh, hurt my back really bad. And I just wanted to call in and be like, "I just hurt my back. Can I not come in?" <laughs> that was such I was.
1: I think when you're over thirty, hurt your back's like a legit excuse, though. At that ah. point, it's like, ah, I don't know if I can make it in.
2: Yeah, I know. Makes me sad. <laughs> my youth. Uh, I've lost my my love. I've lost my my looks. I've lost my youth. Life is just... I'm not going to go down that path, man. Never mind.
1: <laughs> I see new gray hairs in my beard every day I yeah. look at it. It's getting weird. Shit's about to get fucking wild over here.
2: Oh, yeah. All uh, right. Oh,
1: so. somebody asked uh, what happened to the what are people freaking out about segment, which we haven't done in a while. That's uh, it's very astute of them.
2: Say, Andrew, what are people freaking out about lately?
1: Let's open my Facebook. Oh, just give me one second. And uh, holy shit, seven hundred people are freaking out about Bradley Manning getting uh, thirty-five years.
2: Oh well, you know, yeah, you you uh, you do the walk. You gotta you gotta do the talk. You gotta do the walk, man. That's Oh thinking.
1: shit! What? You know what people are freaking out about on Facebook? One of them being me. Ichiro the- just hit his four thousandth uh, hit. No, I love look Ichiro,
2: man. Fuck fucking Bradley Manning. Ichiro, what's up?
1: God bless him. All that's right. Awesome. Well, that's that makes me happy. That's what I'm freaking out about on Facebook.
2: Yeah. So Bradley Manning, yeah, I saw that video. He uh, he expunged from the uh, depths of wherever. It was it was weird. It's, it's just it basically his centerpiece. Uh, you know, subterfuge, whatever. Was that he's he stole and, and subsequently published a video showing an Apache gunship literally tearing a group of journalists to pieces with their yep. with their machine gun and. um you know, war is hell. What are you gonna do? I mean, I'm not a Republican. I'm not. Uh, I, I don't like war, but it, it, war is hell. It's not like there. There, as much as you want to believe it, there's no rules in war, and shit like that happens all the fucking time. So I find
1: it weird that people feel like they need to be reminded that fucking people do bad shit all the time. Yeah, it's, like, it's fucking weird. Like I'm going yeah,
2: I'm, s- I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal these documents to further reinforce the fact that has been known since literally the, big, the first time two fucking cavemen fought over a fucking <laughs> dinosaur. The, wor- the world is really weird, and people fight all the time, and uh, war is hell, and people get shot for no reason. I, just, I don't know if I just dropped a truth bomb on anybody, but that's fucking the way it is, and you can hate it, and you can fucking stomp your feet, and you can go to Washington, and you can lose your job because you fucking spent too, too long at Occupy, and all that other shit, and then at the end of the day, it's all still gonna happen, forever, until the last person fucking reaches up to the sky and realizes that they're the last person alive. That's
1: that, it. it that's, that's, he just clubbed himself somebody else to death and then went, oh, uh, shit, that guy was the only one who knew how to get food.
2: Fuck. Fuck. It's like Omega Man style. Like, I'm the only motherfucker around here now, Dan. <laughs> you know, so, like, that's it. So, uh, honestly, your your best course of action is to uh be mildly surprised when you see something like that I Maybe mean, not even surprised just be like oh that's fucking oh that's so gross that sucks oh the fucking war blah 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 god
1: why did i just watch that again why yeah, did i they're just
2: they're dumping chemical weapons on syria That like that i know that sucks that's gotta fucking suck but you know what There ain't a goddamn thing you can do about it and you can just you should just save my save like save you know 150 bucks a week a couple hundred bucks a week depending on how much money you make and uh you know, take yourself out for a nice meal and uh, enjoy your life. Try to get laid. Maybe, you know, find a wife if that's your dad, or a husband if that's your jam.
1: You know, open a Roth IRA.
2: Yeah, open a Roth IRA, you know. Let that shit grow. Don't even look at the balance. Just fucking keep dumping money into it. That's all.
1: This has been Overnight Drive. <laughs> <laughs> that's Remember, it. Remember, what are we on, 33 right
2: now? Yeah, 33 and third, bro. There wow, we go. Spin the black circle. We're, we're going to eventually do the... Uh, Barring any new celebrity guests, we're going to do the musical outrage, sad mm. musical uh, skeletons in the closet episode. It's actually next good
1: week. we didn't do that because I have, you know, I sort of phoned that in and finding stuff. I got to really dig deep because there is some <laughs> shit out there that will. Yeah, man, that'll, that'll I get, get uh, fucking heavy.
2: I have reason to believe that Chris Lawrence has digitized some of those uh, police line joints. So that's great. Yeah, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get on that. See if I can pick one. See if I can get one from him, and then uh, play Yabasta for everybody.
1: I gotta be honest, man. Police line, not the most embarrassing musical musical endeavor I've done. Nah, what's there are worse floating around out there. And if I can find the cassette copies, were
2: you in? Were you uh, in ECFU? uh,
1: I was. I played on the ECFU demo. Oh fuck! I did.
2: All right. Yeah. Actually, funny
1: thing about that demo, I also. I had to. Well, they had some kind of setup at a studio uh, down the block from me, so I started all the movies at the movie theater, and then ran down the block, and then cut all the bass parts. <laughs> ran back to the movie theater, started the second set of movies, ran back and helped mix, and then ran back and started the last set of movies for the night.
2: Punk, punk rock. What should have dude. happened
1: is as I ran out. In a perfect world, uh, a, an El Camino full of Latin kings should have pulled up and shot me to death with a submachine gun, and then I never would have had to deal with that, but here but we are.
2: Here we are. Here, here we are trying to, make our, our, uh, trying to make our way every day, hoping that one day that El Camino full of Latin kings will come and take us.
1: Uh, I guaranteed. You know what? I, I'm going to just keep saying that people are doing slam poetry, and eventually these guys will catch up to me.
2: Let's do some slam poetry. Oh, by the way, you know, one time I was on tour, and I, I wrote this about a girl I was thinking of real bad, and, uh, and uh, you know, and here we go. I wish I had a poem to read right there. That would be no, perfect. no, no,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> no. All right, we'll be back next week with episode thirty-four. Really, yeah. really climbing up these numbers here. Uh, you got anything you want to plug this week?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I I, I played a show last night. Bare mattress, it was fun. Um, as always, photographs of Craigslist. That's my my jam lately. Photographs of Craigslist. Uh, uh, I'm gonna try and get a com for just Craig's Picks or something com, uh, but we'll see. Uh, other than that no nothing what about you
1: uh, not a whole lot alright great super super dope around here
2: super dope around here <laughs> perfect uh, alright all right.
1: we'll be back next week uh, open a Roth IRA uh, just you just contribute the minimum you don't have to go crazy just a yeah. little bit and you'll you'll be happy yeah. um, we'll be back with 34 tell your weird friends uh, leave a review um, oh, hit us up and let us know who you want us to fail to get on the podcast, because that'll be a lot of fun. We'll, yes. uh, we'll post all the rejection letters and voicemails.
2: Yes, we will. A List of list of dream celebrity guests, including uh, Get the Descendants on. We'll do, we'll do point-counterpoint about their syrupy fucking opposite of music.
1: Yeah. They- <laughs> Also, we still have that voicemail on the right side of the page, so feel free to leave one of yeah. those things if you're feeling, I don't know, saucy. I'm thinking, feeling froggy.
2: I'm thinking about seeing if we can interview former NFL quarterback Jeff Garcia. who Keeping was a shout. I won. Let's see if we can do that. For all you Jeff Garcia fans.
1: All right, we'll be back next week. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm ready to cue the music?
2: Let's cue that and thrash fantastic music. Uh,